0: Welcome to Puritan's Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 76 of The Christian's Daily Walk by Henry Scudder. Brother Scudder has just listed... Some questions, which if you answer in the affirmative, he says you can be confident of your salvation. What, though you cannot feel in yourselves that you have this so sure as you would by a full certainty of evidence, but it is your fault that you have it not so, yet you have it sure by the best certainty, namely, by a true faith in Christ, and an upright cleaving unto God. For when you are resolved not to sin willfully and allowedly against God, and not to depart from him whatever becomes of you, and it is your longing desire to please him, when, I say, you stand thus resolved and thus affected, then certainly... God and you are joined together by an inseparable bond. When you hate what God hates and love what God loves and will what God wills, are not God and you at peace? Are you not nearly and firmly united one to another? What, though this bond be somewhat secret and unseen to yourselves yet is certain god knows you to be actually his and will own you when you seem to doubt it and will always hold you by your right hand whether you feel it or no psalm 73:23 but why should you think that you are without evidence when you cannot but feel that in truth you cleave thus to God and stand thus affected to him. Hence, if you are not wanting to yourselves, you might gain a most peaceable and joyous assurance that you are in God's favor and shall be saved, thus much of removing the impediments Chapter 16, Showing the Means to Attain This Peace of God It yet remains that I should show the helps and means to attain and keep this true peace of God, which passes all understanding. Section 1, Causes of Error in Misjudging of a Person's State Men often err in judging of their own estates and in like manner in concluding that they have true peace or not. If you would judge rightly, you must know what is necessary to the very being of a Christian, what not. And this is to be learned only by the word of God. For many err herein because they think That such and such things are necessary to the being in a state of grace, which are not. And such and such things are sufficient to the being of a Christian, which are not. Now you shall find that it is truth of faith and other saving graces, not the great degree and quantity of them, that makes a Christian. And that it is not the most forward profession and form of godliness without the power and truth thereof that will do it. Nothing is more common than for persons to be in truth otherwise than they judge. For every man's own spirit, so far as it is sinful, is apt to give a false testimony of itself. David said, he was cut off from god when he was not psalm 31:22 the laodiceans thought themselves in a good state when christ said they were wretched and miserable revelation 3:17 now that you may not err in this great point you must use all good means to have your judgment rightly informed and then be willing to judge of yourself as you are and of your peace with God as it is. I told you that the Holy Scripture must be your guide in judging what you should be and what you are. I mean the Scripture rightly understood. Now to attain a right understanding of the Scripture and ability to judge yourself by it, whether you be in a state of grace from the knowledge whereof comes peace, look back to chapter 8, section 3, adding unto them the following directions. Section 2, Rules for a Right Judgment of Ourselves. Number 1. Observe a difference and distinction in true Christians, both in their different manner of calling and Estate after calling some are called in infancy as Samuel and John the Baptist, some are in middle and old age as Abraham and Zacchaeus, some called without sensible terrors of conscience, as those before mentioned, some with violent heartache and anguish, as Paul and the jailer. in some these terrors abide longer in some a shorter time, and after conversion, all are not of like growth and strength. Some are babes, weak in judgment and affections, some strong men, strong in grace generally, but strong also in corruption in some particular. Some old men, so well grounded in knowledge and confirmed in grace, that No lust gets head to prevail in them. Also, one and the same man may be sometimes in spiritual health and strong, sometimes under a temptation, weak and feeble, sometimes can pray, etc., and enjoy comfort, sometimes not. Now, none must conclude he is no Christian because he is not in everything like others, nor at all times like himself, number two, trust not your own judgment or sense in your own case. whosoever would understand and be wise, according to the scripture must deny himself and not lean to his own sense or wisdom proverbs three five but must be a fool that he may be wise first corinthians three eighteen You must bring your judgment to be ordered and framed by the scriptures. You must not presume to put a sense of your own into the scripture, but always take the sense and meaning out of it. It is presumption of a man's own opinion and obstinacy in his own conceits, which spoils all in this case. And whence is this but from his folly and pride Oh, if you, who are troubled in conscience, could be every way nothing in yourselves. If you could be humbled and not nourish this in you, you should soon know your state and comfort. I know many of you will wonder that I should charge you with pride. You judging yourselves to be so base and vile as you do, well, For all that, I will now prove to your faces that it is humility you want, and that if you were not proud, you would judge of things otherwise than you do. For you cannot believe in Christ, you say, because you cannot obey him and be dutiful to him. If you could obey, then you could believe that he is yours and you his. Whereas you must first believe in Christ and take him for your Savior and Lord and believe he is yours before you can obey him. Can a woman, or should a woman, obey a man and carry herself towards him as to her husband before she believes that he is her husband? If you could obey as you should, oh, then you think, Christ would love you. It were well if you could love Christ and obey him as it is your duty. But to think he will not save you because you have no goodness or worth in you to cause him to love you. Is not this because you would be something in yourself for which Christ should bestow his love upon you? Christ marries you, not because you are good, but that he may make you good, and that you may know him, etc., Hosea two nineteen and 20. But you do not see his work of grace in you, that he has made you good, therefore you doubt. I answer, though it may be in you, yet... Christ hides it from you because you would not renounce your own righteousness and believe his mercy, power, and faithfulness. Bring your heart to this, and you have reason for it. For the Father gives him, and he gives himself to you in the word and sacraments. Then you will love him and obey him abundantly. Is not she a proud and foolish woman who may have a king's son upon condition that she strip herself of all her own goods and let him endow her at his pleasure, yet will be whining and discontented with herself because she has nothing of her own to bring to him for which he should love her? But you will say, Christ has not endowed you with so much grace as to be able to do as you would. Content yourselves. If you could but see that he has married you to himself, you then would use the means which he has appointed, whereby he gives his graces. You would be thankful for what you have. You would pray and wait his pleasure for more, relying on his wisdom for how much and when. If you do not thus, then you show your pride in preferring your own wisdom before his. This concludes episode 76 of Henry Scudder's The Christian's Daily Walk.